What up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Saturday, August 22nd, episode number 111. I am excited for today's show. We're going to go over my top 10 tight ends. Um, so last night, Michelle and I were you know, telling each other about our days, and I, I, I got to stop. Does your wife ask you guys loaded questions? Like where she knows the answer before she asks the question. For instance, if you don't know already, my wife, she's a bartender. And she ended up working yesterday. Um, you know, it was my weekend and I was, you know, taking care of the kids. We, um, I had to cook dinner because she was working like the swing shift. And so we ended up getting one of those like Hello Fresh kits where, you know, McKenna and I kind of helped me cook dinner. And it was, it was a lot of fun. Tasted pretty good too, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> but you got to understand, I don't cook, like, at all. I ended up burning rice. So, anyway, so, Michelle, she asked, you know, she wanted to know how did it go. And, but that wasn't the loaded question. The loaded question was, was it hard being Mr. Mom today? And I found myself thinking, no, not really. I don't understand what the big deal is, right? That That's what my mind was, my mind went. And I almost said that. Thank goodness I caught myself. And I, and I ended up answering her, yes, like all good husbands should. I gave her the credit. Yes, it's tough. What you do day to day is tough and hard. And, you know, but I'm sitting there going like, what the hell? Is she is she setting me up? Like, <laughs> it was just funny. I, I had a good laugh. And I, you know, she doesn't know how I felt. If she listens to the show, she'll find out and I'll be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but anywho, let's, you know, let's, let's play a game. This or that. All right, so this week we're going to kind of change it up a bit. I'm going to ask a question, but I'm going to give you the guys the answers first, right? So the answer, it's going to be either tight end Mark Andrews or it's going to be between tight ends Hunter Henry or Darren Fells. So it's those two guys or Mark Andrews. Got it? Get it good. All right. So these questions, were ta- are they taking place from weeks 3 through 13, which is a huge chunk of the season, all right? So who had the most touchdowns with seven? The answer is Darren Fells. Mark Andrews ended up having five. Who averaged more points per game with 11.7? The answer is Hunter Henry. Mark Andrews had was averaging 9.4 points a game. Who had the most receptions with 37? Almost got you. It was a tie. Hunter Henry and Andrews, they both had 37 receptions. And during that time, Mark Andrews was the tight end six during that stretch. And he ended up finishing as the tight end four on the season. And my point is, but guys can come out of nowhere and still put up solid fantasy points. You can stream this position. So if you don't get these top tight ends that we're going to talk about today, there's a bunch of other ones that are good that will not necessarily be great all season long, but they'll be good week to week. All right, let's talk some announcements real quick. This is the last week for the hashtag knockout giveaway. So get your entries in for a signed Nick Chubb jersey. Uh, We also have the Knockout Listener League starting this year. So sign up for your chance to be a part of this. See if you can become a Knockout Champion. 
And then if you're also looking for draft cheat sheets, we have them. All you got to do is support the show to get those. And you can do all these things at fantasyknockout.com. I've also provided links in the show notes. And you can follow the show. We're on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout. Instagram is at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Hashtag dominate your league. Let's talk some news. News with views. All right, so quarterback Ben Roethlisberger of the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's reports that say Big Ben is throwing with some velocity, but he appeared to be short-arming some passes. So not sure if his arm strength is going to be there all season. We should start to lower some expectations, especially on the passing attack there in Pittsburgh. So Juju and maybe Deontay Johnson drop just a little bit. Um, Maybe he doesn't finish the season, um, you know, with such a strong arm. Uh, Next, running back Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns. His coach, Kevin Stefanski, he confirmed Nick was in the concussion protocol, but he's also in his meetings and he's not complaining of headaches or anything like this. So this this might drop his ADP some during the next week or so, um, which is the prime fantasy draft time. So he could end up becoming a value. Uh, Next, wide receiver T. Higgins out of Cincinnati. Um, He has been sidelined with a hamstring injury, so this isn't looking good for Joe Burrow's breakout, uh, especially since the, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that video of the offensive line. There was like no offensive line. It was just the entire defensive line rushing Joe and him running away, trying to just scramble and throw the ball away. Anyways, A.J. Green, Higgins, they're both um, suffering soft tissue issues right now. John Ross is on the COVID list, so question is who's going to be catching this ball (laughs) who's catching the footballs in Cincinnati Uh, next is wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins out of Arizona he missed the last two practices with a hamstring injury kind of just be aware Uh, tight end Dallas Goddard out of Philadelphia he missed his third straight practice he is listed as day-to-day with a very vague uh, upper body injury they haven't really specified what it is Um, this is bigger news quarterback Jared Stidham out of New England He's battling discomfort in his leg. Um, To me, this just kind of solidifies Cam is going to be the starter for New England. And it's a bummer because Cam was one of my sleepers for quarterbacks. Um, And this is just going to move Cam right up that draft board where he he might not be that value uh, as he was before this news. Next, wide receiver Tyreek Hill out of Kansas City. He has been diagnosed with a minor hamstring injury. Uh, wide receiver Sammy Watkins, he hasn't practiced in several days to a, due to a groin injury. So you guys got to start rising up on McCole Hardman. Uh, take him because if either one of these guys are not playing like they are now, Hardman's going to be the guy there. Uh, running back Keyshawn Vaughn out of Tampa Bay. His coach Bruce Arians said he could contribute as a kick returner week one. It's a fall from grace as his stock has plummeted since the team signed LaShawn McCoy. Uh, so Keyshawn Vaughn dropping should be dropping in your rankings quite a bit. Uh, quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick out of Miami. He has missed uh, practice. His coach declined to commit to when Fitz is going to return, uh, saying that it's a personal reason. So as of right now, the quarterbacks there in Miami are Tua and Josh Rosen. So, yeah, not good. Uh, and then the last is running back Dalvin Cook out of Minnesota. He has broken off contract talks with the team. Um, I'm putting this in there because Dalvin, he, he, if he wants to play hardball, he only needs to play six games in order to reach uh, free agency status for next year. And then he could kind of opt out or sit out and 
put the team at hostage or hold the team hostage. Um, so just know that um, I'm not suggesting or saying that he's planning on doing any of that, but have that in the back of your mind. So if you're in your draft and you're tied between Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara, maybe you lean Kamara a little bit more because of that news with Cook. So just just understand that. What's spreading quick and makes you sick, infecting everyone? Corona, Corona, the virus infecting us all. Corona, Corona, you cough and shake then fall. <laughs> all right, let's check the COVID list. Uh, three guys came back off the list, so they are now able to practice and resume practice with their uh, team. So that's tight end Jay Sternberger out of Green Bay, uh, Reichwell Armstead out of Jacksonville, running back, and another running back, Rod Smith, in it for the Vegas Raiders. They are all able to practice. So as of right now, there's only one player on the COVID list, and that is wide receiver John Ross out of Cincinnati. Uh, so that is your COVID update. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Main event. Let's talk about the top 10 tight ends and why they are ranked where they are. Number one. Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. So last year he played in 16 games, had 97 receptions, 1,229 yards, 5 touchdowns for 205.8 fantasy points. We all know Kelsey has been truly elite, finishing as the top 10 tight end for the past four seasons. Whether he's on your fantasy team is a choice in strategy this year. Are you willing to use a mid-late second round pick for an elite tight end? That is where I am valuing him. Uh, in one of my leagues, I have the third pick out of a 12-team league, right? I'm not taking him with my first pick, but that second pick coming around, if Kelsey or even Kittle are there, I am strongly debating uh, about taking one of those guys there. I usually do. I usually am the, the late round tight end guy. I will wait on tight end and I will stream the position and hopefully I find a, a gem in the rough like a, a Mark Andrews or a Darren Waller that just have a solid year. You know what I mean? So it is. Let's just go to the next guy. Number two, George Kittle of the San Francisco 49ers. So last year he had 14 games, 85 receptions for 1,053 yards, five touchdowns as well for 180 points. So with 1,377 receiving yards, Kittle broke the tight end single season record in 2018. So many expected regression, but he still topped 1,000 yards in 14 games played last year. So whether Kittle is on your fantasy team or not, like Kelsey, it's going to depend on your draft strategy. You know, you're, you're going to have to pay up for it. So that is the question. Are you willing to pay that second or third round pick for one of these guys? Number three, Mark Andrews of the Baltimore Ravens. Last year, he had 15 games. He had 64 receptions, 852 yards, 10 touchdowns for 175.2 points. So along with Lamar Jackson, Mandrews, he broke out as one of the three NFL players with at least 10 receiving touchdowns. The Ravens are a run-heavy offense, but Andrews led the team with 98 targets, which was fifth among all tight ends. Wide receiver Marquise Brown was next closest in targets with 71, which should certainly go up this year, especially if he's healthy and he's on the field. Uh, Andrews will likely cost you probably about a fourth-round pick this year. Number four, Zach Ertz of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Last year, he had 15 games. He had 88 receptions for 916 yards, six touchdowns for 171.5 points. Regression from 2018 to 2019 seemed inevitable with Ertz coming off of a 156-target season. He still had 135 targets last year, which was second among tight ends, and it would have tied for 10th among wide receivers. The Eagles, they're definitely trying to rejuvenate the wide receiver core, uh, selecting Jalen Rager as their first-round pick of this year's draft, trading for speedster Marquise Goodwin, um, who ended up opting out. Uh, fellow tight end Dallas Goddard has shown flashes, but Ertz, he could still lead the team in targets once again. He's been a top 10 fantasy tight end for the past five seasons, including three top five finishes. You're going to have to decide in that fourth, fifth round, um, is he worth it? Number five, Darren Waller of the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, so last year he played in 16 games, 90 receptions for 1,145 yards, and only three touchdowns, ouch, for 176 points. The Walrus, he had had a surprise breakout at the age of 27. He had 27.9% of his team's total receiving yards, the most by any tight end. Last year, the Raiders had Waller, Tyrell Williams, and not much more. Now they drafted three rookie rookie wide receivers, including first-rounder Henry Ruggs, plus third-rounders Brian Edwards, who is looking amazing, and Lynn Bowden, uh, who's probably going to play running back. So this could certainly impact the massive target share and percentage of the team's yards. Number six. Jared Cook of the New Orleans Saints. So last year he played in 14 games, had 43 receptions for 705 yards, 9 touchdowns for 146 points. Uh, Cook, he ended the year as tight end 7, but was the tight end 3 from week 5 on. The report he found with Drew Brees as the season ended was outstanding. And while the team added Emmanuel Sanders, who I believe is going to eat into at least targets and receptions from Cook, not necessarily the touchdowns. Uh, he Cook should still remain a high priority in the passing game. Fantasy owners with you know burns from Cook's past failures, they've left him just further down on this uh, on the draft boards, kind of not where he belongs. So number seven, Mike Gesicki of the Miami Dolphins. So last year he had 16 games. He only had 51 receptions for 570 yards and five touchdowns for 110 and a half points. Um, it took a while, but we finally saw the ability and talent of Mike Kosicki over the back half of 2019. From week nine on, uh, Mike was the tight end seven on the year, and he closed the season on fire. Uh, the former number 42 overall pick from Penn State, uh, Kosicki emerged and looks to capitalize on the great finish with a solid 2020 campaign. There are a handful of tight ends each year with both the talent and opportunities to break out. And Gesicki fits this mold. Number eight, Evan Ingram of the New York football giants. Last year, he only played in eight games. He had 44 receptions for 467 yards and three touchdowns for 87 and a half points. Question is, can he stay healthy? That seems to be the only concern for Evan Ingram being a big-time fantasy contributor. He showed his elite ability finishing as a tight end five in his rookie season, 
but he has missed 19 games over the first three seasons. I do expect Ingram to bounce back this year. Number 9. Tyler Higby of the Los Angeles Rams. Last year he played in 15 games. He had 69 receptions for 734 yards and 3 touchdowns for 125.9 fantasy points. So Higby, he had an insane run of games to close the 2019 season. Once Gerald Everett uh, started dealing with injury issues, Higby averaged 86% of the snaps from a week 11 and on. And a whopping 10.3 targets a game from weeks 12 through 17. He was the fantasy tight end one over that stretch and had four straight games with 100 plus yards. The problem is the mystery of the Rams' offense and how much Everett is going to be involved this year. Number 10. Hunter Henry of the Los Angeles Chargers. Last year he had 12 games. He had 55 receptions for 652 yards, 5 touchdowns for 122.7 points. Ho-hum. Last season Hunter Henry did what he does best. Finds himself injured. (laughs) And he ends up producing when he's on the field, which I... Why That's why I like Henry. He's got a lot of potential. The risk for 2020 no longer matches the reward. With tight end friendly Phillip Rivers leaving town, uh, Hunter Henry is likely a great tight end in an offense that will have to find itself. Dealing with injury, potentially two quarterbacks, and an offense likely to run the ball more means that Henry is probably worth avoiding in fantasy drafts. All right, so I have a couple. I got three guys I want to talk about. These are like later round tight ends that that they have breakout potential. Guys that I like, not necessarily drafting. May maybe if I completely punt the position, I'll take a stab at one of these guys. Um, so the the first one to start it off is T.J. Hawkinson of the Detroit Lions. Last year he played twelve games. He had thirty two receptions for three hundred sixty seven yards, two touchdowns for only sixty four and a half fantasy points. The hawk strap, he exploded week one against the Cardinals. Uh, he was one of the hottest fantasy waiver wire ads of the season coming off a game of six receptions for 131 uh, yards and one touchdown. Then he spent the next six weeks averaging eight yards a game. It's tough being a rookie tight end in the NFL. Uh, Hawkinson certainly has the ability to put up huge fantasy numbers, and I see him taking the next step this year. Next guy is Irv Smith Jr. of the Minnesota Vikings. Last year, 16 games, 36 receptions, 311 yards, two touchdowns for 61.5 points. Irv was a rookie last year, same as Hawkinson. Um, So Irv Smith, he isn't really on any fantasy radar right now, but he's a name to watch. When Adam Thielen missed time, Big Irv had a five-game span where he was averaging five targets a game. If Minnesota doesn't have a true second wide receiver ready to step up, Irv could see some opportunities this year. And then the last guy is Blake Jarman of the Dallas Cowboys. Last year he played 16 games. He had 31 receptions for 365 yards, three touchdowns for 70 fantasy points. So if Blake Jarwin breaks out this year, and it's not a lock that he's going to, here are the reasons to believe. Since the year 2000, Jarwin is only one of seven tight ends to have a game of 100 yards, 100 like plus yards, and three touchdowns. Randall Cobb and Jason Witten, they have left the team along with their 166 targets. The team just gave him a new three-year contract, and Jarwin has real opportunity this year to emerge. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. 
The next show is Draft Do's and Don'ts. A little bit of tips and tricks. It's a fun show. I like that show a lot. Uh, excited for it, like always. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, leave a rating and review. really helps us out. Also, don't forget to enter to win a signed Nick Chubb jersey at FantasyKnockout.com. Hashtag Knockout Giveaway. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.